Section 5. How to Live Life to the Max. Experiencing the Maximum Human Experience. The Gaian says in Mishlei, A person is alive in order to conquer his nature, for if not, then what is the purpose of his life? Chapter 27. Introduction. Make a legal U-turn. Maybe it's time to pull over and reprogram your destination. The Zayar HaKadosh says, Fortunate are those who repent, for in one year, one day, and even one moment, you can change your life. Introduction Wasted Potential Everyone knows there is nothing more sad than seeing someone waste his God-given potential. If you know someone who was given the gift of brilliance, and he could have been a famous educator, professor, doctor, musician, etc., and he is living an unimportant average life, it hurts you to see the waste of human potential. When you see the son of a rich man who was given the chance to take over his father's company and live a rich, successful, important life, and he threw it all away, chasing petty desires, we can all sense the loss of potential. You may be aware of the potential lying deep inside of you, if you look in the mirror and think about how your life could have turned out if you hadn't thrown away the opportunities Hashem gave you, you will find yourself in tremendous pain. This bitter feeling makes a person feel depressed. Even if you would try to mask it with smiles and you would try to make everyone think that you're enjoying your life and having a great time, inside you would mourn the loss of your potential every thinking day of your life. This pain can be so great that you would even need to look for ways to dull or numb the pain. The truth is, if you do not take advantage of your own full potential and become all that you can be, you actually are killing that potential within you. You killed that piece of life that God gave you by not taking advantage of that potential. Thus we can say that fulfilling your own personal potential is the epitome of achieving the highest level of living, the human experience, and will give you the most satisfaction that you can have in your lifetime. Want to really enjoy your life? Fulfill your potential. But what happens when you find yourself lost and confused? Have no fear. GPS will guide you back step by step to a life of meaning. You might be thinking, this all sounds great, but can I really turn around? David HaMelech says, As far as the east is from the west, so has Hashem removed our sins from within us. And the Chassam Seifer says a beautiful vart. A person can repent and change his life around in a very short amount of time. Just as a person facing east only has to turn himself around to be completely facing west, so too, even if you find that your life is on a path of sin and abuse of your own midos, all you have to do is make a legal U-turn and change the direction of your life. Is it easy to turn yourself around 
Of course not. But at least you should know that if you do the difficult work that is involved and you follow the steps required, you can actually change and you can unlock the potential which Hashem gave you. So let's learn how to do it. In Lech Lecha, the Torah says, Vayoymer Hashem al Avraham. Lech Lecha, Meyartzacha, Umi Meladetacha, Umi Beisavicha, El Haaretz Asher Areka. Hashem said to Avraham, For your own sake, leave your hometown, your relatives, and your father's house, and go to the land that I will show you. The Nesiv Shalom explains, Yesh Eitzel Haadam, Midas Rois, Hamushresh Boy Mitzat Haaretz Shenimtzaba, there are three different ways that a person can end up under a bad influence that is hurting him. One, by living in a land. The land that you live in influences your character. Two, a person absorbs bad traits from the way his family behaves and from their outlook on life. We know that if a person has very cynical parents or sarcastic people, very negative people in their family, that that will affect the way they look at their life because we're affected by the people around us. And three, there are also imperfections that are part of one's internal makeup, our DNA, so to speak, and those are the hardest to transform. And this is what Hashem told Avram Avinu. Hashem told Avram, in order for you to reach your promised land, meaning to reach your full potential, you must disconnect yourself from your land and from your family and from your own DNA the things that you got from your father that was placed into you you need to disconnect from all of these three levels in order to reach your promised land and the same goes for each one of us. The only way you will truly change and reach your potential is if you are willing to fight and change every single aspect of your life, from your surrounding area to the negative influences of your family to your very essence. Just as the Torah showed us about Avram Avinu, only by waging a full-scale war on all fronts can you truly change and reach the promised land. Let's bring an example to prove the point. U-turn. After traveling four days to get from Brooklyn, New York to Portland, Connecticut, a trip that should have taken four hours, Yishai finally realized that when he had programmed his GPS, he accidentally entered Portland, Texas, instead of Connecticut as his destination. The realization that he had just wasted so much time for so long and that he was so far off course was very frustrating for him. He lost time and money on tolls and gas and wasted four days of his life just cruising 70 miles per hour down a beautiful highway, but cruising the wrong way. He thought to himself, how could I have been such a fool? So what do you think that Yishai should do now? Should he keep driving towards Texas, pump up the music, put the pedal to the metal, and pretend that nothing is wrong? No, obviously not. 
there is only one way for him to get back on the right track. He needs to pull over and re-enter his destination, the right one this time. He will need to immediately make a U-turn. Yes, it will cost him even more money to get back on track and make up for lost time. However, if he reprograms his GPS and follows exactly what it tells him to do, he will eventually reach the correct destination. The same is true in real life. One day you might wake up and realize that you have been cruising on the highway of life, but in the wrong direction. You will feel like ignoring your instincts and just keep on cruising. Because, you know, change is so hard. You'll pump up the volume to drown out your inner conscience. But you know deep down that that will not lead you to eventually be happy and be satisfied with your life. It's your life, and you have to reach your potential and be all that you can be. You deserve that. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Against the Tide Erwin, a senior citizen, was driving down the freeway when suddenly his cell phone rang. Answering, he heard his wife's voice urgently warning him, Iving, Iving, I just heard on the news there's a car going the wrong way on the freeway. Please be careful. He yelled back, It's not just one car, it's hundreds of them. The Nesiva Shalom brings down from the base of Ram that that is exactly the same thing that happens to each one of us. Surely there must have been times in your life that you were motivated and inspired to improve, and yet you were not as successful as you had hoped. Hmm, how did that happen? That's frustrating. Why have you never been successful in truly breaking free from the influence of evil that binds you and prevents you from reaching your potential and being proud of yourself. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Common mistake. At 300 solid pounds, Jerry finally got sick and tired of being heavy, and he committed, once again, to losing 100 pounds. Each day he weighed himself the first thing in the morning and the last thing at night. Every time he lost a pound, he wrote it down in his journal. Today, Monday, January 3rd, I lost one pound. Today, Thursday, January 6th, I lost three pounds, and so on and so forth. After a year of hard work, Jerry wanted to see how many pounds he had lost. So he simply added up all of the pounds that he wrote down over the last year. And guess what? It totaled 100 pounds. And yet, when Jerry went on the scale, he weighed 350 pounds. How can this be? Jerry immediately went to Staples and bought a new calculator. Again, he, one, two, three, four, added up all the pounds he had lost. But he ended up with the same result. Frustrated, Jerry called his accountant for an emergency meeting to figure out where he went wrong with his numbers. The accountant came in and studied the entire situation and then presented Jerry with the answer. My dear Jerry, although you had days that you did very well and you really did lose weight, since you did not fully stick to the diet, there were also other days that you gained weight. You only wrote down the times that you lost. You only added up the pounds that you lost without ever adding back in the pounds that you gained. After studying the entries, we noticed that you began each week with a renewed commitment to lose weight and you did lose a few pounds each Sunday, Monday, 
But then, between Thursday night Cholent, Erev Shabbos Tayamel, Friday night Shalom Zachar, Shabbos morning Kiddush, including herring, kishka, kogel, potato, luxion, and of course, salty noodle and sweet Yerushalmi, Cholent, pastrami, some more Cholent, and then 11 yummy desserts, you know, all Lekuvit Shabbos Kiddush, you gain them all back. And then some. Listening to that story, you might conclude that over the last year, Jerry did not lose a single pound. However, guess what? That conclusion is simply not true. Because each time that Jerry did successfully control himself, he really did lose weight. He did try hard hundreds of times, and he did actually accomplish each time that he tried. There were many days that he successfully controlled himself, and he really did lose a 100 pounds over that year. And yet in the end, he was not successful in netting an actual loss of pounds because he did not wage an all-out war. At the end of a full year of hard work, including depriving himself hundreds of times and constantly building up his strength to renew his commitment over and over and over again, which is really hard to do, the fact is that Jerry found that he weighed even more than before an entire year of hardship. What a waste of energy. The same applies to you and me. The Beis Avram says, Although there were many, many times that you managed to pull yourself together and try to strengthen yourself and attempt to improve your life, you were only able to wage a weak revolt with minimal firepower. Therefore, at the very same time that you tried to pull away from the evil within you, since you were still meshubed and attached to that evil, it constantly pulled you back in. Sure, there were many times that you may have tried to get up and walk the right way, but your life was on the wrong track, going the wrong way. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Against all odds. As the store closed and Kobe was about to leave the building, he suddenly realized that he had left his cell phone on the 10th floor. The problem was that the elevator of the building had already been shut down for the night, so he would have to climb 10 flights of stairs. That would be a lot of hard work, but you know what? He decided he would do it. However, when he reached the stairwell, he found that it was under construction and blocked off. The security officer saw him flustered and told him, Don't worry, son. Just go down the hall, make a left, and you'll see the escalators. Kobe's heart gladdened at the thought of sailing up ten floors with very little effort, gliding up the escalator. However, when he reached the escalators, he found that there was a slight little technical problem. When it comes to closing time and the company wants to empty out the building, they program all the escalators to go down. Realizing he had no choice, Kobe started running up the escalator that was going down. Think about how much effort it takes to walk against the direction of the escalator. Even as poor Kobe makes the effort to raise himself up, and he lifts his foot up to go up, at the same exact time, the escalator has already pulled him down. When he gets tired or even takes a short break, he will lose so much of his hard work in such a short amount of time. Kobe is up against a constant, unrelenting, downward pull that never, ever gets tired. 
Is it doable? Perhaps, but it would take an incredible amount of strength that only a few people could have. Wouldn't it be so much easier if the escalators could have somehow been joining his efforts to be going in the right direction and to help him reach his destination? Similarly, if your life is constantly being pulled down, then trying to stand up for yourself and make the climb against the tide will not be enough to allow you to successfully change. So you try, you fail, you try again, but you fail again. And then you get sick and tired of trying and sick and tired of, of, of yourself. And then it gets even harder to try. You begin to develop negative thoughts like, why even bother to try if I'm just going to fail again? I obviously have no self-control. I'll never change. I'm a big loser. I'm hopeless. As every dieter knows all too well, the reason that you gain weight is not because you mess up on your diet and you eat one donut. Rather, it's because once you feel like a failure, you finish the whole box. You cannot expect to easily take back control over your life once you have already lost control to the forces of darkness that have invaded your control tower. In fact, your dark invader loves when you keep attempting weak and unplanned minor attacks against him. You know why? So that he can crush your spirit and show you once again that you can never win back any control. This pushes you deeper into despair and depression, thereby placing yourself further in his control. There is nothing more satisfying to a ruler than the opportunity to crush a tiny weak rebellion and flex mighty muscles to show everyone under his rule who is really in charge. And that's what the Yetzirah gets. Please don't give him that satisfaction. You cannot afford to once again get excited and motivated to try improving your life, for it is senseless to waste your energy and emotional stamina on waging tiny battles to improve yourself, only to be knocked down once again. Therefore, as you read the next section of your book, or in our case, as you listen to me reading the next section of our book for you, if you start using the skills that we teach you to begin fighting right away, you will once again only be waging a weak revolt, using concepts that are still relatively new to you and not really ingrained into your inner psyche. These new ideas will never be strong enough to fight against the deeply entrenched thoughts controlling your corrupt mind, and the result will be, most likely, the same result that you had in the past. And once again, you will lose. So we want you to try something totally different. We want you to try a different approach to your problem, to patiently plan a sophisticated, full-fledged attack from a point of strength and control. And then, once and for all, make a life change. It's really the only way to win. So you need to pull over, analyze all aspects of your life, and truly reprogram your destination, the right one this time, because you can't change if you're the same person in the same situation and atmosphere as you have been until now. It's true that much focus and determination are needed in order to put yourself on the truly right path toward the life that you want to be proud of once and for all. We suggest that before you take any action to improve your life, you should first absorb the concepts in the next sections, spending a few quiet minutes each day, listening and listening, thinking 
and rethinking, living and breathing these new concepts into your being by reviewing this step each and every day until you completely internalize it and it's a part of you. The idea of working on individual concepts is to focus and completely internalize one idea at a time and then build on that knowledge as you move on to the next step. Just as an army must have the ability to attack by air, sea, and land in order to overthrow an entrenched enemy, the same applies here. Only by utilizing the power of all the steps combined and fused together deep within you, and with Hashem's help, you will then be able to tap into a power far greater than you ever experienced and finally overthrow the evil regime that took control of your life and propel yourself to greatness. A space flight begins with a rocket launch, which provides the initial thrust to overcome the force of gravity and propels the spacecraft from the surface of the Earth. Once in space, the motion of a spacecraft, both when unpropelled and when under propulsion, is covered by the area of study called astrodynamics. You know what this means? This is how you can attain spiritual astrodynamics. Only after you completely internalize all of the steps that we will teach you. Only then can you plan the day that you will unleash all of the power that you have within you and put all of the things that we teach you into motion with a unified attack on all fronts. You will have all the necessary tools to give you the initial thrust to overcome the forces of gravity that has been keeping you pulled down and grounded all of these years. This may very well be the first real war in which you truly take on the evil within you and make a real effort to completely change and improve your life once and for all. Everything must be on the negotiating table and open for introspection. Everything which you do in your life just because that's the way other people do things, that's the way it is these days, that's the way you were brought up, or that's just the way you naturally do things, all of that must be up for honest evaluation because all those things are tying you and binding you to a life that's leading you in the direction that you're not happy with. You must be willing to take the necessary steps even if they're difficult. El Ha'aretz Asher Areka Towards the new life that Hashem wants you to have, which is to reach the ultimate purpose of truly being connected to Hashem, because that's what your life is really all about. And you'll go high.